Yeah, you are listening to the Cafe American Podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Christian, as always. And you can listen to me on Podbean. You can listen to me on Stitcher. And if there's anything left of iTunes, you could probably listen to me on there, too. Also, YouTube. Don't forget about YouTube. And, uh, oh, man, is there so much going on this week? And before that, though, uh, you can also go to 90.1 WUSB Stony Brook. Or you can go to WUSB.FM. Listen to me there. And every Thursday night. From 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time, you can go to onthewakeupradio.com and listen to me live there for another program that I'll be starting. Maybe it will be with another person. I'm not quite sure yet, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I finally put together all of my equipment now. So I have a soundboard. I have got a new mic. I've got a pop guard so I don't pop peas. And uh, we'll see where this goes. This could be a horrible mistake. Or this could sound great. I know there was a lot of problems on YouTube where the audio just sucked nuts. And I couldn't fix the damn thing, no matter what I tried to do. And so here we are today. And speaking of sucking nuts, I don't know if any of you know of the moron Don Lemon on CNN. He's the one that feigns outrage all the time about pretty much anything that goes on. And, uh, well... You know, he's out there. He tries to, he tries very hard. He doesn't do it well, but he tries very hard in goading people and ginning up trouble for any kind of story involving Donald Trump. And also, he tries very hard to slant the story in a way that makes Donald Trump a racist and a bigot and a sexist and grabbing women by the pussy and all this other shit. Well, on and on and on. Don Lemon, it just so happens is nothing more than a pervert. No better than Donald Trump grabbing people by the pussy. Don Lemon apparently likes to grab dicks. This is according to Mediate.com. A man is suing Don Lemon, claiming the CNN host attacked him at a Hamptons bar last summer. The suit obtained by Mediate was filed Sunday and seeks unspecified damage for emotional pain and suffering. According to CNN spokesperson, the plaintiff in this lawsuit has previously displayed a pattern of contempt for CNN on his social media accounts. No big surprise there, and that's not hard to do. Uh, This claim follows his unsuccessful threats and demands for an exorbitant amount of money from Don Lemon. Don categorically denies these claims, and this matter does not merit any other further comment. Oh boy, Dustin Heiss claims that Lemon attacked him at a Sag Harbor dive called Murphs, Murphs, like Murph diving in July of 2018. Apparently, Heiss tried to get Mr. Lemon's attention and offered to buy Mr. Lemon a drink. CNN host declined, and he was just trying to have a good time, more than likely doing drugs if he's out in the Hamptons. Mr. Lemon, who was wearing a pair of shorts, sandals, and a t-shirt, put his hand down the front of his shorts and vigorously rubbed his genitalia, removed his hand and shoved his index and middle finger in the plaintiff's mustache and under the plaintiff's nose. Do you like pussy or dick? Mr. Heiss left the bar shocked and humiliated. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, uh, not for nothing, 
this is if this is true don lemon has a sense of humor uh if it's not true then you know this is a good story however also if it's true don lemon is a piece of shit and a hypocritical overly a, a hypocritical pious pigeon gut sucking worm that should just shut up he's no better than anybody else could you imagine if a republican if if donald trump went up to somebody and <laughs> And shoved his hand down his pants and said, do you like dick or pussy? <laughs> and then rubbed his finger in your mustache. Well, first off, who the hell wears a mustache these days anyway? And second off, uh, if he did rub it in your mustache, you'd probably have to shave that thing off. Because all the Fromunda cheese is probably going to just be absorb into the fibers of the hairs. You couldn't have that. And by the way... By the way, and this has always puzzled me, Then I'm going to be waxing poetic for a moment. The idea of toilet paper and a bidet, this has always puzzled me for as long as I can remember. Because think about this. So picture ZZ Top, you know, the, the older gents with the huge, enormous bouts of facial hair that goes down to their navel. Think of ZZ Top, and it's barbecue season. So ZZ Top and all the members of the band, they go out, they eat ribs. They have chicken wings, barbecued chicken wings, and it's all over their beard. I mean, they've got beards that are a mile long, so it's all over their beards and everything else. And what do you do? They have to clean up. They're about to go on stage. So in order to get all of the, the barbecue and the grease off of their face and their mustache and beard, what do you do? You give them a dry napkin. <laughs> what do you think that is going to do? So you can extrapolate this and go further. What is the point? And why don't you have a bidet? Why aren't there bidets anywhere? And I also promised myself, um, I promised myself that if I were to ever buy a home or a house, then uh, I'm going to put in surprise bidets in the bathrooms for when there are guests with a little motion detector. Every time they go to grab the, <laughs> the toilet paper, a jet of water shoots them up the ass. Uh, there's an article about Seth Rich. Seth Rich's ghost won't go away. I think uh, I'm not going to go through this article because there's so much more to go through with Jeffrey Epstein. And Seth Rich, uh, if, if, for those of you that don't know, Seth Rich was the person that gave all of, um, what's his name's emails to WikiLeaks. It wasn't a Russian hacker. It was uh, given to uh, a WikiLeaks associate on a thumb drive. Uh, what's his face? Seth Rich was kind enough to give them said emails of John Podesta. And uh, here we are today. And uh, they refused to accept this. Mueller didn't report on this. Mueller, a babbling buffoon, a befuddled, old, just de decrepit pile of excrement. He doesn't know left from right. He doesn't know what day of the week it is. He didn't even know his own report. And he didn't look into Seth Rich because Mueller wasn't running the whole operation. It was his deputy, Weissman, and the other Democrat donors that were running the Mueller report and the Mueller investigation. Yeah, no no bias there. Anyway, uh, so the, one item that we have to be made aware of is going to be on August 15th. August 15th, Dan Coates of the DNI, or um, Department of National Intelligence, he is supposed to be resigning. 
And once that happens, watch out. You're going to start to see all sorts of evidence and all sorts of documents be released, which will subsequently validate all of the uh, people on Trump's side and the people on Q's side about how it was all nonsense from the beginning because you're going to see fantastic amounts, reams of paper, just all of these reports out there about how the Democrats screwed themselves over. And uh, you're going to see more of that. So look out, Dan Coates, August 15th. Uh, before we go further, though, before we start really diving into the Epstein, um, I want to go back because I bring this up often. And it is the absolute disgusting bias that the big tech companies and the media companies have for people that do not support Hillary Clinton or uh, or not even Hillary Clinton anymore, any of the Democrats, mainly Joe Biden lately or Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris got her little feelings hurt when my girl Tulsi Gabbard went out there and said, now what, bitch? And really showed her who's boss by by bringing up the the horrible fact that Miss Gabbard loved to th incarcerate a lot of people just dealing pot and a lot of those people happen to be minorities even though she's up there claiming oh my god I am the minority's voice you're not so much of a minority's voice if you're hanging out in the Hamptons sucking dick for Hillary Clinton's uh, money and her f and, and going over to their houses for for all of her former donors and going over there for uh, for all the money. See, so excuse me while I stutter a little bit. This whole setup is so new, and I sound so different in the headphones. I don't know if I sound any better, um, actually out there when this is going to be posted, but. Um, it, it, it sounds incredibly different and I'm not used to it yet. So I just have to learn how to ignore it. And there's just so much more going on. There's wires, pop guards, uh, micro new microphone. I mean, it's just a lot going on. Anyway, I talk about the bias in big tech and also the bias in media itself. So the bias that's been going on for a long time. A long time, this goes to ABC and CBS and NBC, all of those morning talk shows, especially Meet the Press now. Ever since Tim Russert died from Meet the Press, that show has gone down the tubes. Who do you have on there right now? Who's that? Schmuck Todd. Schmuck Todd is this sanctimonious hypocrite. He's this cowering, spineless, gutless weasel, and he always tries to instigate. That is the biggest thing. Thing out there that's the biggest game going all of these media people try to instigate the, if you look at their articles and if you read their articles and listen to how they talk to people it's always well, well well what do you mean by that and they always play the devil's advocate no matter what the article is about no matter what the issue is it's always the devil's advocate it's always trying to make look trump uh, make trump look bad it's it's never actually truthful it's always always trying to lure somebody into a trap and trying to get them to explain exactly what they mean and slant and edit the full quote so that it looks even more ridiculous. So there was a, this is according to sarahacarter.com, Sarah uh, there was a whistleblower that went to Capitoline Hill and he is blowing the whistle on none other than Google. 
This is big stuff because this validates everything that the Republicans, Trump, the uh, Q folks have been saying for a very, very long time. I've been talking about this for years about how there's a bias out there, especially when Donald Trump was running for president, especially when he was in the primaries. Everybody, and I was the other day. It's funny. I was listening to a couple of a couple of old clips from. Uh, from the primaries when the uh, when Trump was running against people and everybody Democrat they all loved Trump they loved Trump because he was out there shitting on everybody he was calling everybody to task and all the Democrats they loved him everything he said oh this guy's great and then when he beats Hillary Clinton different story then he's a racist and a bigot and he's trying to he's clearly Putin's puppet and no, no, it's, it's bullshit. Back to the story that I didn't even start yet. This is on SarahACarter.com. A former Google insider claiming the company created algorithms to hide its political bias within AI platforms, in effect targeting particular words, phrases, and context to promote, alter, reference, or manipulate perceptions of internet content delivered. Get this. Roughly 950 pages of documents to the Department of Justice's Antitrust Division on Friday. This isn't too far off. This was a couple of days ago. The former Google insider who has already spoken in to the nonprofit organization Project Veritas met with SarahACarter.com on several occasions last week. He was interviewed in silhouette to conceal his identity. In groups, in the group's latest film, they didn't know how to write this article properly, uh, which they say exposes bias inside the social media platform. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if a social media giant decided to manipulate its results across its platform? to promote Republicans over Democrats. Could you imagine all of the outrage from all of the snowflakes? Oh my God, more bigotry, more racism. How dare the neo-Nazis infiltrate social media? No, no, they, this was happening all the time. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that the only reason why this is coming to light is because of Donald Trump. If Donald Trump was not president if donald trump wasn't the the winner of the election of 2016 without russian help if he was the win the only reason why this is coming out now is because donald trump was an outsider and people are starting to realize that they're starting to realize it and they're starting to realize that these trusted media havens aren't to be trusted any longer because they are just as manipulative and biased as everybody else. And you can't trust them because the Democrats are just as bad as the Republicans. But nobody wants to believe that because, oh, the Democrats, they're truly concerned about all of the minorities and all of the ordinary folks out there. No, they're not. They're concerned about power. If they were concerned about peace and they were anti-war, then you'd have Tulsi Gabbard be the nominee. But you're not going to have that. You're going to have some moron like Kamala Harris or some befuddling old fool like Joe Biden be the nominee. And if Joe Biden is the nominee, by the way, there is no way the Democrats are going to win. There's no way. Who are you going to put up there? 
Is there another person that's, that hasn't been presented that is going to be put up on the Democrat ticket? I mean, it could be Michael Obama. I mean, Michelle Obama. I'm sorry, Barack and I, we confuse Michelle and Michael quite often. Um, it, it could be her. There's even rumors of Hillary Clinton running yet again. But I don't see how Hillary Clinton could do that, being that Epstein is now dead. Mm-hmm. We'll leave that. They are hanging. So, the inside... And by the way, the Project Veritas is supposed to come out on a Wednesday. So that would be to... No. It would be... It, it's supposed to come out on a Wednesday. So we'll have to wait to hear more about this. Uh, but it, it should be interesting. Uh, he told a reporter, the insider from Google told, told a reporter, I honestly think that a free market can fix this issue. This issue of uh, manipulating voters, colluding with the Democrats. The issue is that the free market has been distorted. And what's happened is that the distortion is so grotesque and the engineering is so repulsive. All we need to do is just expose what's going on. People can hear that it is bad, but they can be biased. But when they see what Google has actually written with the documents, this will actually be taught in universities of what totalitarian states can do with this type of capability. It will be so revolting that it doesn't matter what the solution is. A solution will just form as a reaction to this manipulation they have done. He said that if he's overreacting, and every time I simply look back at the document and realize that I'm not, he was questioning himself if he's overreacting, it's that bad. Disclosing Google's own words to the American public is something I am, must do. If I am to consider myself a good person, the world that Google is building is not a place I or you or our children want to live in so this guy is saying something bad is going on right now and ai is a part of it that is very important to the story because you're now going to have ai deep learning big tech like facebook twitter and google they're going to literally manipulate your opinion they are in the industry of social engineering and do not get me wrong on this, because Donald Trump is being very foolish when it comes to domestic policy, particularly with gun laws, since the United States had those two shootings with the randoms. I, I shouldn't say the randoms. I should say the clones. So what's being done now is the reprehensible red flag laws. So the red flag laws are going to be the laws that will create dossiers on you, your credit card transactions, your debit card transactions, any loans you've taken out, accidents, insurance, social media posts, opinions, likes, sadnesses, ups, thumbs, down thumbs, so on and so forth. All of that is going to be created in a government-held, excuse me, government-held dossier all of it and what are they going to do with that they are going to create algorithms and ai that will judge you 
and you will only be able to perform certain functions in society that the government approves of. Take a look at China's social credit rating. Yeah, they couldn't buy plane tickets, certain people, when they instigated that. Not instigated. When they instilled it? Installed it? I don't know. You get the idea. So, what you're seeing with Trump's red flag laws. Now, this is where I'm against Trump. So, all of you people out there can stop, can, can stop shitting on my doorstep about this. Because Trump isn't smart enough to realize what he's doing with these red flag laws. You thought Obamacare was bad. The red flag laws, that's going to seal the deal. You're going to get a nail in the coffin. Maybe quite literally because of these red flag laws. You're not going to be able to buy a gun. You're not going to be able to buy a home. Driver's license could licenses could be influenced. Credit card purchases could be influenced. Everything in your life could be influenced by these red flag laws. So watch out for that, especially especially now that we've got somebody from Google who's telling us right out of the gate that what he is about to present to us is so horrifying, so reprehensible that it must be made public. My life is in danger because of these big tech giants and what they could possibly do to me, but this is more important than my safety and my health. So we'll just have to wait around for that. That's going to be the... And here's another thing. That's going to be the end of part one of the Cafe American podcast because I've had many people say, why do you podcast? Why do you broadcast an hour and a half straight? It's because I'm a broadcast professional and I'm a brilliant human being. Let's see if you could do that. However... I do understand that listening to one radio program and one insane individual broadcast for an hour to an hour and a half straight is very straining on the cerebral cortex. So this is going to be the end of part one of the Cafe American podcast for this week until people start bitching about how I only did 20-minute podcasts. And then in part two... We will delve further into the Jeffrey Epstein saga.